Hello, everyone, and welcome to the Profile by Sanford podcast in Colorado Springs, Colorado. To get started, let us tell you what Profile is. Profile provides nutrition, activity, and lifestyle coaching to help our members reach their weight loss goals and keep it off. Profile was designed by physicians and researchers to take the guesswork out of healthy lifestyle change. Hello everyone, and my name is Austin. I'll be your host today. Today's discussion will be how to manage your cardiovascular health with a health coach. Our special guest today is Alyssa Wixo. She'll be going over habits and ways you can help yourself manage your cardiovascular health from now into the future. So let's hear what she has to say today. So to get us started, Alyssa, let's tell our listeners what is your background and what got you into health coaching? Yeah, so I graduated uh, with a BS in exercise science and I also have two minors in coaching and strength and conditioning. I had my NASM certified personal trainer, um, so I was doing that after college and then I kind of stumbled across Profile and started working there um, in 2014. And since then, I've got my master's in exercise science as well, and I've coached with Profile in Minnesota, Kansas, and Colorado. So I was doing a lot of coaching in sports, but um, kind of stumbled into health coaching, and I kind of just fell in love with the amount of one-on-one work that we get to do with our members. Let's get started. So... Alyssa, what was one of the most interesting things you've learned, you know, this year within coaching compared to previous years? I think um, I'm not much of a cook. So one of my um, favorite things learning in coaching is new recipes of different things and how people use the product. So um, I'm not super creative, but it's really interesting to see what some of our members can do with that kind of stuff. And then I get to share that with other people as well. What's the most rewarding part of coaching for you? It sounds like you're very impacted by the members, so mm-hmm. could you tell me a little bit more about that? Yeah, and this kind of stems from my background of coaching in athletics as well, but I kind of um, really enjoy seeing kind of that light bulb moment for people, so it really kind of really figure out a routine that works for them or something kind of just clicks for them and they feel successful. Um, kind of being able to watch that and be there for that is probably one of the most rewarding things for coaching. physical activity just to a different degree right Um, and so when you guys come in here and you have questions regarding your cardiovascular health endurance um, or any topic or, or specific word we can make sure that we can define those a little more clearly for you so thanks that members go through is very influential and you know it really drives a lot of our coaches at profile so mm-hmm. thank you for sharing that, yeah, Appreciate that. Um, so to get started you know we're going to talk about heart health month in february specifically and a lot of the times there's a lot of terminology that gets tossed around the terms cardiovascular health endurance aerobics um, are thrown around a lot in the health community and can be confusing for a lot of 
So as a coach, how can members identify the difference between words and the meanings? Um, and specifically, you know, how does that relate to exercise? Yeah, the, um, there's a lot of things thrown around as far as the exercise world is concerned, but, um, and it can get confusing and it can get kind of muddled um, as to what is what. Uh, so I really just encourage people to ask um, if they don't know, uh, seek out whether it's their doctor, if they want to find a health coach, a personal trainer, um, if they're really not sure where to start, that's a great place to start. Um, I guess the biggest one for me that I see is people misinterpreting exercise versus activity. Um, coming in as a health coach, a lot of people maybe aren't doing exercise right now, but they may not realize that they're actually being active um, and don't differentiate those two. So I think that's probably the most common um, misinterpretation that I see as a health coach. So just remembering that um, all exercise is considered physical activity, but not all physical activity is necessarily considered exercise. So knowing the difference between those, because exercise can, can kind of sound really intimidating to people versus being physically active can include anything from yard work to just walking outside with their dog or playing with the kids or anything like that too. A question that's asked by members is, um, within the realm of cholesterol, right? Mm -hmm. yeah. So um, cholesterol is confusing for a lot of members because they don't know how it affects their heart. So if a member comes in and asks, how does cholesterol levels affect my risk for heart disease? What do you usually um, discuss with them? Mm -hmm. um, cholesterol can definitely be directly related to heart disease. So that's definitely an important topic. Um, it really has to do a lot with like the fatty foods that they're eating. So uh, me as a coach, I guess I would just sit there with the member to try to figure out what their diet looks like right now um, and what they're currently doing. Um, basically, we don't want to have too much cholesterol because that is kind of that fatty substance. Um, typically, people know that as plaque, but that's what builds up in our arteries. So if we have too much fat in our um, cholesterol or too much cholesterol in our bodies, that's when our already arteries and everything can start clogging, um, which can obviously lead to things um, like decreased blood flow um, and eventually could lead to like things like heart attack or something like that as well. So definitely starting with where they're at right now and then helping that member figure out what changes that we need to make or what we can do to kind of help them with that. Yeah. How could uh, a member who's or a non-member who comes out the street, you know, learn a little bit more about how they can take care of their lifestyle? Mm -hmm. um, lifestyle is a big thing that we do talk about in profile. So getting them started on a certain meal plan that will help some of those um, fats and getting healthy fats and things like that can definitely be a good start. But then other things we work on are the things like physical activity and exercise and stuff. So um, if the member does have a concern about cholesterol, that definitely can be a high topic of conversation, um, but also just working with them to set goals to make sure that we're trying to get them to be to that point where they don't have to take medications or um, preventing them from getting to the point of having to take medications. comes in and asks what is good versus bad cholesterol could you explain the differences on how diet and exercise can improve cholesterol mm -hmm. 
So there's two different types, HDL and LDL. So HDL is generally known as quote unquote the good cholesterol and LDL would be more of that bad cholesterol. So if you're really not sure where you stand um, or you know you have family members or parents or things like that that are on cholesterol medications, it definitely would be a good idea to ask your doctor to do a lipid test, which can give you those those numbers to kind of see where you're at. But basically to break it down, LDL is that kind of cholesterol that will create that plaque buildup, whereas HDL cholesterol can actually help decrease that risk of heart disease. Um, so if your cholesterol is high, your doctor could potentially put you on medications, but the good news is that can be reversed by having good exercise and a healthy diet and things like that. So it's not an end-all be-all. Um, really it's far as like your diet, um, I would re recommend limiting those foods in trans and saturated fats. Um, so is there going to be any like high fat meats or high salt content um, that people are doing? Any fried food that would be generally high in those saturated and trans fats, um, especially if you're eating out a lot. Um, if you're looking at labels and seeing monosaturated fats, those are going to be considered more of your healthy fats. Um, that you want to use uh, and then other things that you can do to kind of help prevent ever having to take medication for high cholesterol would be um, maintaining a healthy weight, being regular in your physical activity, um, limiting your alcohol intake and then not smoking as well. So those are kind of just some lifestyle things that you can do to help prevent that. In the community is how can physical activity a way of life because um, you know we talk about how important it is but how can the, that million dollar question how can it become a way of life um, is what I'd like to ask you here today. Yeah so um, for members here at Profile generally what I start is kind of like we had talked about earlier is just figuring out where they're at now. Um, setting those goals and figuring out how to increase activity is really hard to do if you don't know what you're currently already doing. So that could be anything from figuring out how many steps you're getting in a day, how many minutes of activity you're getting in. And remember, physical activity can be things like going out for a hike. It can be things like um, going for a walk with your dog, playing with your kids in the backyard, it could be a, um, yoga in your basement, whatever that includes or whatever that counts as for you. Um, but figuring out where you're at now. Um, and then really figuring out something that you enjoy doing. Um, so, so many people try to force themselves to go to the gym, but they don't like it or um, they have a hard time being consistent with it because they don't enjoy it. So that would be my next big thing is to really like help people figure out what they enjoy doing so that they're able to stick with it a little bit longer. Um, and then especially for people who are kind of just trying to get into it is just finding a time or a place that you feel really safe and confident. So for somebody that could be starting out at home, that could be jumping into a group fitness class if they're not what, sure what to do and don't want that kind of one-on-one -on -one attention or vice versa. If somebody wants specifically that one-on-one -on -one attention, maybe they seek out a personal trainer or something like that. Um, so really just figuring out what you feel confident with or what you need help with. Um, and lastly, my biggest thing is just start small. Um, any small changes that you make can make a big difference in the long run. So you don't need to set goals to get to the gym five days a week if you're not even going one to two days right now. So really be real realistic with your goals, kind of with where you're at right now and where you eventually want to be. And lastly, if you're not sure, ask for help. Um, that could be a health coach at Profile. We definitely talk about those kind of things here and just figuring out how to help people get going. Um, that could be, like I said, a personal trainer or even just figuring out with your doctor or healthcare provider where to start with that kind of thing. Yeah, a lot of uh, non-members who come in here that we see, uh, 
are seeing not necessarily lost, but they they're looking for a solution in that area. So I think that's a, a great way to describe how we can help specifically is not only starting small um, goals or habits, but things that they enjoy. Right? We're not gonna we're not gonna tell you when you come in here to go to the gym and bust your butt on a treadmill if you hate that. Mm-hmm. So it's finding what works for you, meeting you where you're at. So. Mm-hmm. so for members listening and non-members listening, um, risk factors for heart disease are a very important talk, topic to talk about for Heart Health Month. So what are some risk factors for heart disease and what can members do to lower their risk for heart disease? Yeah, so um, the CDC website or the American Heart Association website are both really good places to go and look for more information on this type of thing. Um, And they list a lot of these risk factors, but they can include things from high blood pressure, from stress, or um, even a high um, sodium in their diet, high cholesterol like we talked about with that high fat diet, uh, obesity, diabetes, physical inactivity, um, smoking, tobacco use, alcohol use, um, all of those can really play a role into risk factors for heart disease. Um, And then on the flip side, there's also um, things that maybe aren't quite lifestyle-based that can play a role as well. So that would be things like um, your gender, your age, that could play a role in it. Race and genetics are also two big ones that aren't necessarily lifestyle-based, but they do play a role in that risk for heart disease as well. Yes, so understanding there's two different risk factor types, things you can control and things you can't control. Mm -hmm. And it sounds like profile is working towards things that you can control. Mm -hmm. So if you have small changes that you can control over time, we tend to see results. Just to kind of wrap things up, I want to thank Alyssa for being with us here today. She's awesome and she has a great background, so she definitely knows what she's talking about. So, um, like I said, you guys can reach out and contact us. Uh, our number here um, that you can reach us at is in the description in the podcast, along with reaching out with us and just emailing us. Um, so, Alyssa, thank you for coming in today. I really appreciate you sitting down with us. Um, is there anything else you'd like to add from, from, your, from your standpoint? No, I just think um, paying attention to heart health or just health in general is so important um, that people kind of overlook because there's so many other things going on. So I guess my, my biggest thing is wherever you choose to go or whatever you choose to do, like just be attentive with it and be proactive about it. There's always little things that you can do. Um, and if you're stuck on what to do, then I would encourage you to definitely reach out, whether that's to us here at Profile or um, someone else that you kind of have in your corner. But Um, Yeah, thanks for having me. Yeah, and we want to thank you once again. Um, And thank you guys for listening here today. Hope to catch you on our next podcast. So with heart disease being the leading cause of death in the United States, even in Colorado for being such an active state, how is this preventable with Mm -hmm. health coaching? Yeah, so like we did talk about, um, there's things you can do to try to prevent it, and then there's things that just happen. So um, it's not necessarily completely preventable, um, but definitely taking action and 
also knowing just your family history of it. Um, if it runs in your family, um, having those precautions and having just the awareness of it is a big part of catching it early on or things like that too. Um, obviously, if you're active, you can kind of catch those things as well because if you're active at a certain level and then all of a sudden that level of activity becomes harder and more challenging, that's definitely a red flag to go into your doctor, or go ask those questions, um, especially knowing if that runs in your family. Um, but as far as like the lifestyle part, um, like I said, that's one thing we really focus a lot on here at Profile is those individual lifestyle choices. And it doesn't have to be anything super drastic right away, which is why I think people hesitate on making those lifestyle changes is because it does feel so overwhelming in the beginning. But um, even things like just quitting smoking, um, being more physically active, so that could include a combination of exercise and just physical activity, um, which I know a lot of people do enjoy here in Colorado just because they have kind of the outdoor scene that they can utilize for physical activity out here too. Um, but kind of combining that with some of the intentional exercise as well during the week. Um, and then having a healthy balanced diet, which is ultimately our goal at Profile, is we might want to get them to a certain goal weight if they have um, specific goals of weight loss or whatever that might be. But ultimately, we want to teach people how to have a healthy balanced diet and not necessarily leaning on all of Profile to do that. So we do want to really focus on the education of it so that um, someday if they leave Profile, they still feel confident that they have the tools and the knowledge and things like that to maintain a healthy weight and a healthy balanced diet um, because those are going to be two things that will really benefit long term with um, preventing heart disease as well. Yeah, so to kind of summarize what you said, I, I totally agree with you in working with the individual's lifestyle choice. Mm -hmm. And, you know, people in Colorado differ from people who are in the Midwest or even in the South or East or wherever. Um, but as you mentioned, you know, working with a coach can help you prevent that, especially taking the steps early on mm -hmm. um, so that um, you don't end up in the hospital and, and or doing the best you can to reduce that risk. You know, obviously taking care of your heart is one of the most important things you can do in life. Mm -hmm. So planning a healthy diet and a regular physical activity program is the key to success. But for people who are non-members and want to know how to get started, how can Profile really work with these non-members? I know we kind of talked about this earlier to get started. Yeah, I would say first just starting with people who aren't a part of Profile is um, it can be very overwhelming and it is a big step just to walk through a door, whether that's to a gym or to a place like Profile. Um, and they're not alone, but it can definitely feel overwhelming. There's so many things online and so many things out there that can make it really confusing. Um, so if somebody's just not quite confident enough to walk in the door and ask for a personal trainer, ask for a health coach, even just making small changes. So um, I'm sure everybody's heard it before, but things like taking the stairs instead of the elevator, parking your car further away, um, things like that, just to get physical activity within your day within what you're already doing is a really good start to make. Um, not eating out as much is a really um, common one that I hear from members that before they come in, they tend to try a few things um, that maybe or maybe don't work quite as well as they want it to, but those are things and not eating out is definitely one of them that I hear from as well. 
Um, if they're not sure where to start, similarly, like we've talked about before, um, encourage them to seek out assistance, whether that is from a health coach at a place like Profile, um, if that is from a personal trainer or anything like that, um, anybody in this field can generally point them in the right direction. Um, specifically at Profile, um, we focus, we try to make it just as simple as possible. So focusing on making it easy kind of nutrition change in the beginning, getting them settled into that routine. And then once that happens, making them comfortable with adding physical activity back in. So the, the members at Profile do have a lot of autonomy within kind of how their plan progresses and how their lifestyle changes progress. Um, and we just kind of work with them to help them set those goals. Thank you.